Do you realize that 2020 is the last presidential election where we're going to be voting between draft dodgers? <laughs> Seriously. Now, let me just say this. I know that the official draft dodger term means that when you're drafted to serve in the military, you run away to Canada or, you know, get out of it however you can. They may have not been legally Dodgers, but they were certainly draft evaders. Let's talk about it. Now, Trump, you probably know about because this certainly came up in 2016. So in the 60s, he got a educational deferment for going to college. Then in 1968, ironically, the bloodiest year for Americans in Vietnam War. First year he was eligible for the draft, he received a medical deferment for bone spurs in his heel. Now, what's amazing about this is he'd played football. He was very active in sports and other rigorous activities through high school and college, um, had a clean medical record, and then, boom, gets a medical deferment. That's cool. Then Joe Biden, you're, you're thinking he's going to be free of this? No. He's actually identical to Trump. So he had the educational deferments, and then in 1968, the exact same year, eligible for the draft, he gets a medical deferment. And he, too, played football and was involved in all kinds of you know, sports and activities. High school and college was a lifeguard in the summertime. He got a medical deferment for asthma. Even funnier with this is I've read biography of Joe, other things I've seen, but I've never heard of this asthma thing. I hope somebody asks him about it throughout this campaign. They're not the only ones, okay? And what's funny about this to me is we're going to elect this person to be commander-in-chief of our military and leader of this great nation. And yet they've done everything they could not to sacrifice themselves for their country or others. Just kind of funny to me. And again, they're not the first. We had George Bush, who famously, uh, he had the educational deferments, just like Biden and Trump through in the 60s, Ivy League schools. But then in 1969, eligible for the draft, he joins the Texas Air National Guard. And you can't just join that. I mean, you have to have influence and strings. And of course, his family had that. And so he learned to be a pilot, flew hundreds of missions, in Texas. <laughs> he did have three months, though, where he left Texas, uh, not for the paddy fields of Vietnam, but for the cotton fields of Alabama. Uh, and then, of course, ended his term there. Again, never even having to leave the country. And then Bill Clinton famously, you know, he was, again, educational deferments, including Oxford in the 60s. And the same as Bush, eligible for the draft 1969, joined the ROTC, thinking four years of that will keep me from the war. And he hated the military. And what's even funnier is he was his number was very high in the draft that year, so he wasn't going to have to serve. Only as a politician would do, contacts commander says, hey, you know what? Thanks for saving me for the draft, but I don't want to be in the military, so I'm going to back out of the ROTC. Hey, folks, the bottom line here, you don't have to be in the military to serve as president, but you should have on your resume clear examples of how you are willing to sacrifice yourself for the country.